Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself well. Just like a brook that runs so deep, I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment. To know that you can learn toxicity. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Powers of Mind Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I'm Carolyn Kelly, Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner, and I will lead you in our guided meditation today. And this guided meditation takes you away from the hustle and bustle, from the hurry and the worry that we get caught up in in the course of a day, in the course of a moment, and forget about this all-knowing, all-present power that we have within us. And it's about understanding that power and how to use it and who you are. So I ask all of you that can and are not driving on the freeways to close your eyes very softly, not tightly, but very softly, and begin breathing in and out in a very clear and deliberate manner so that you take in the words as power to your moving through the day and releasing anything that is not like this power. So I ask as you gently breathe in and out to pay attention to the words that bring calming, that bring knowing. As I read one of the meditations from the book Enlightenism, I am greater than the I that I created. I affirm in this day that I awaken with the knowledge that I am whole, perfect, and complete. I have the greater power of enlightenism within me. This power is all I need to overcome 
what others taught me about who I am. Regardless of what I encounter in this day, I remain resolute that nothing changes my awareness of having the greater power of enlightenism within me. Every event and situation are merely interpretations from my awareness of being. And as long as I am aware of being the greater power, I shall perceive myself greater than the conditions in my life. I command myself in this day to work only on expressing the greater power of enlightenism in all of my actions. I affirm that the greater power of enlightenism is my awareness of being whole, perfect, and complete. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenism within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath within and release it very slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the broadcast. And before I introduce Brother Malcolm, before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, I will just like to leave you with something to think about, to dwell on. In all of our meditations, we open the day by saying, I affirm today that I am greater than the I that I created. And that's what this broadcast is about, understanding that you're greater than the I that you created. I now give you author, philosopher, prophet, and creator of Enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Uh, thank you so much, Sister Carla, for those wonderful insights. Uh, I think, I hope you can hear me all right. There was a little yes, I can. up going on. Good, good, good. <laughs> you got us going with another exciting uh, meditation. I should say thought-provoking meditation. Thought-provoking, yes, absolutely. That's what they're meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Inspirational. To make you feel yeah. good about yourself. Self-enlightenment. Taking care of business yourself. Yes, yes. 
That's the solution. Okay. <laughs> Stay on the path. Stay on the path. Definitely. Definitely. I know you will. Thanks so much. Let me get back to the audience here. Carol lit us up today. They got us started. I want to welcome you to the broadcast to change how they can live. And the power you have overcome the trauma of generational toxicity. All of us have generational toxicity, meaning that we have beliefs and values that we've embodied from others and claimed as our own. So now, our beliefs and values. When you really think about it, you don't pay much attention to the development of the mind. We know that we have a mind. And we can absorb information, we can retain information, we have memories. And the mind seems to be living separately on its own sometimes. It's a world. The mind can create a world of pain and suffering for you. Face of the thoughts and the that come to mind. There are a lot of things that are passed on from generational toxicity. One of the most challenging things for us to overcome is trauma. The trauma of being identified with one that you're not. And believing that you are this person because it is the category. Is who I am, and that creates the trauma. So the say I am greater than I that I created, it's not believable because we have embodied the trauma, so we become traumatized by change, by of what we depend upon. Now, some people, when you're a child, there are many children who cannot stand except a short period of time, and then start crying. There are stories of people following their mothers all through the house. They said, hold it on your apron strings. So why is this attachment to the mother? Why is this attachment to toxicity? It's because we feel at a certain point Insecure. Yeah. Who are we? You know, where, where, where did my name come from? That's what I wanted to find out. Where am I? Who am I? Where is How do we process awareness to be in difficult situations? And that's what I'm talking to you about today. The difficult situations in your life. The difficult moments. Who shows in the difficult difficult moments? Who are you aware of in the difficult moments? There's of African Americans in the country suffering from the trauma of generational toxicity. Most of us have too been trying to make it in society that believe we have been severely, severely traumatized by depending on generational beliefs, regardless of whether we recognize it or not. The of generational toxicity impacts us in ways we don't realize or understand. 
We find it difficult to identify trauma trauma on our own. It seems causally untraceable to any known problems facing us. In other words, we don't see trauma <laughs> as the as the source of the pain and suffering that we are feeling today. And in the difficult moments when you are selecting or deciding who you're gonna vote for, you you're scanning the the internet for information about what has happened today. Trauma doesn't seem to be causally connected to anything that we do. It seems like this is the way life is. We're just awakened here, and here we are, and this is the way it is. And there is no way to think and live, no way to think and live, because we have problems understanding the trauma in our lives. We don't really, we don't really understand it. So when you don't understand something, you keep doing it over and over again. Think about it for a moment. When you really get to I think I had a little, uh, I had a little problem. So let me back up, folks. Uh, when you think about the trauma of overcoming genera- generational toxicity, one of the things you recognize is you don't attach it to the way that you're thinking and living. You become someone who is unrecognizable as the person that you believe that you are. I thought I, I, I want to share with you, all of you, four principles of enlightenism. These four principles of enlightenism set the cornerstone, the foundation, for you to enter into self-discovery. Self-discovery is working in the mind with a new knowledge base, a new language called self-acquired intuitive knowledge. And you use this self-acquired intuitive knowledge to connect with and communicate with the consciousness of truth. This is the power in you that is greater than the one you have been conditioned to use in this world. This is the one that will, this power will continue on the journey to exist when your body no longer is alive. It will continue. Some people call it a spirit. I call it consciousness and the consciousness of truth. The first principle is I acknowledge that I am responsible for the current conditions in my life. The second, I acknowledge that my beliefs and values created the conditions in my life. I acknowledge that I have the power to change my beliefs and values. And fourth, I acknowledge that for me to change my beliefs and values, I must first be willing to enter into self-discovery. And there are six other principles of of enlightenment. You can go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org, and you can see and read the ten principles. You can also, at the website, view all of the work that we're doing to promote enlightenment to as many people 
that are willing to use it to change how they think and live. You can see videos on our YouTube channel. You can see written blogs from Brother Malcolm Keller's Enlightenism Insights. So there's a lot of information available on what I am calling this new way to think and live. It is a new way for you to think of yourself and to think of yourself with power. When you feel powerless, then you become victimized by others. Someone was telling me a few days ago, was talking about power, talking about enlightenism, and they were concerned about someone tricking them. They had an important uh, interview to deal with, and they want and they were trying to prepare for the interview, thinking about trick questions. So, well, you know, people are going to try to trip you up because they don't want you to have the position or don't want you to have the outcome that you desire to have. There is no trickery in enlightenment. In the consciousness of truth, there is no trickery because you have the clarity to see things as they are without the distortions from the social construct mindset. So you can see clearly, you have clarity, and you can understand that as long as you can say, I am greater than the I that I created, then you are not the victim in any situation. Preparation comes not in the, the moment of crisis where you begin to try to change your life at one time, all at one time. It comes from a period of time. You have to evolve into the Enlightenism mindset. You have to transition from one mindset of toxicity to the one of Enlightenism. And you can't do it overnight. Someone used to use the, use the slogan, you know, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And I thought about that the other day when I had the conversation. When you have enlightenment, it may think, you may think that you don't need it at the moment and you only need it in a crisis. But enlightenment has to become a part of you so Without a crisis, you are participating as an enlightenment. It's just a, all of a sudden that some crisis come up that you need enlightenment. You need enlightenment to change how you think and live, and over time, so that it becomes as natural to you as batting your eye, blinking your eyes. You don't pay it any attention. It is now a part of you, and that's what this work is about so that enlightenment becomes as much a part of you as your name in toxicity, as the things that you have learned in toxicity, where you don't question who you are. You just accept it. I'm going to take a quick break, bring Sister Carolyn in, and I'll be right back. Here's Sister Carolyn. You're listening to Brother Malcolm Kelly's Powers of the Mind Hour, a Healing of the Mind broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Subscribe to the Healing of the Mind broadcast and become a supporter of Enlightenism. Learn how to use the inner mind power of Enlightenism. Enlightenism empowers you to create a new way to think and live. 
purchase one of Brother Malcolm Kelly's Enlightenism books from Amazon or go to his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Browse and purchase. You'll be glad you did. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. You're listening to the Powers on the Mind Hour. I'm Brother Malcolm. Sharing insights on the power to overcome the trauma of generational toxicity. To understand that you have the clarity to know the consciousness of truth within you. If you are willing to enter into a new form of self-discovery. Self-discovery where you leave the baggage behind and you enter into the consciousness willing and able to change how you think and live. In other words... You have a desire to let go of everything that you have been dependent upon. At some point, the child stops following the mother around the kitchen, around the house, stops crying when the mother leaves, and that represents an independence, the child feeling comfortable enough to live moments at a time without the mother. And then at a certain point as a teenager, the child doesn't even <laughs> want the mother to drop him off at school. That's what that's what we're talking about here at a certain point. See, you're following you're following the things around now because you don't believe that you can live without them. You haven't found a way to stand up on your own, metaphorically speaking. You haven't you haven't discovered this way. But there is a way, and it's a new way, and this is what I am talking to you about today. I, I'm, I'm offering you some information that can change how you think and live. When I first began my work, and I never used, like to use myself as an example, because everyone has this power within them. So I don't like to do this, but I am doing it to share with you the beginning stages of what I call at the time empowerment, which morphed into, evolved into enlightenism. First thing is to create a vision of a new self. That means you have to sit with yourself. And you may have to sit for years. And sit and sit, meaning contemplation, meditation, prayer, whatever you want to call it, you want to be in the silence of your mind, of your consciousness, so that you can see yourself existing, living differently than you are in that moment. And then it has to become clear to you that this is what you see. You are no longer thinking of yourself as a person who is victimized by external conditions. And whatever your vision, see, I, it's just, I used to tell people, you know, you want a perfect vision. So someone said, well, I want to do it for the first time. I want to have a perfect vision without any changes. Well, it doesn't work that way. It is an evolving process based upon your willingness to let go of your dependency on the illusions that's distorting who you really are. So the second uh, step in this process, after you have created the vision, you have embodied what you see, the, the, the vision. What did you see? Can you embody what you see 
in your mind in the present moment? Or is it something in the distant future or the immediate future? Can you accept and embody what you have discovered in the vision about yourself? And when you can deal with the embodiment of it, what you have seen, then you become like the artist who creates a vision of a new painting, sits with the vision, accepts it, embodies the vision, and then starts to work to create something that he or she has already seen. And then when you see the work, it may take the artist six months to create a painting or a year. And when you see it hanging in a gallery, the vision preceded the painting. Then the vision came from the artist. Before the painting exists, the artist had a, a vision of what it would look like and set out to remove all of the doubts that he or she may have had about it. And that's the third part is acceptance of what you have embodied so that you can do the work to get it through the time interval. It takes time for you to create a new person and to let go of what you have been depending on all of your life. And the fourth is action. No change comes without action. But when you're in a difficult moment, action becomes that which you are familiar with. Action becomes experience. Experience is coming from the social construct mindset. That's where all of your experiences come from. And so in a difficult moment, that's why you begin to doubt yourself. You want to prepare for every contingency before you get to the position where you have to make decisions. Try to cover everything. And when you have done the work over a period of time and it is a natural part of you, you are always prepared. There is nothing for you to do because you already have everything that you need to be who you are aware of being in that moment. That's powerful, folks. But that's what power and clarity is all about. And you discover the consciousness of truth within you, then you understand that you can think your way out of toxicity with a clear mind. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. I'm Brother Malcolm. We're going to close it out with Sister Carolyn, and I'll see you back on the radio here tomorrow, 12 p.m. Here's Sister Carolyn to close us out. Be sure to check out the book Enlightenism. It's available in all bookstores and online at Amazon. Get a copy of the book. You can see some of the ten principles of Enlightenism. Have a great day. Here's Sister Carolyn to close us out. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google.
we encourage you to subscribe to this life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for listening. Oh